What's going on, guys? Matt from The Thought Connection here. I just wanted to come in and say before this podcast starts, the conversation you are hearing was a conversation we were having while setting everything up for the podcast and thought, why, hey, why don't we just hit record and let you guys listen to what the conversation we were having. So you guys are thrown into the kind of the middle of the conversation, although everything still will make sense. And I actually do think this is one of the best podcasts we've recorded. So I do hope you guys uh, enjoy this one. Please continue sharing the podcast as always. You guys have shown tremendous support on it. So continue to do so. And I hope you guys enjoy this conversation we had. I don't know. It's just. No, I, so I guess the question I have for you, it doesn't bother you that you take birth control? Because, like, to me, it's interrupting a natural cycle that that this, whoever you believe created the earth has set you on. Um, and now, I don't get me wrong, there's really mm-hmm. good, like, things of birth control. The problem I have with it is that it's, it's naturally disrupting. And like you said, you can have, like, a lot of girls use birth control as a form of, like, like just so I don't have, get pregnant, you know, so I don't have a baby. That's me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, but, and that's a fine way to use it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I think the problem is, is that you're then knocking off one of the most important things that a woman, a gift that a woman is given. And I know, and at, like, obviously, in your, your perspective, it's, it may not be a gift because you bleed and are in pain for a week. Well, that's something that I totally agree with because after I started yoga teacher training and I asked more questions about this, I was like, wow, like, should I really be on this? Because I I do think that and I think that it's crazy. Well, women's medicinal health is just a whole, it's a whole topic. (laughs) Like the way that... (laughs) gynecologists insert like IUDs and stuff like that like without any anesthesia like that's a medical procedure they're they're literally like plucking out a piece of your fucking vagina and then you just you're good to go I know (laughs) people who have it inside them it's tearing like tore them up on the inside because it got misplaced or something and like it moved it shifted and it tore their insides up like it's not the right way to go yeah and I think I'd rather be on birth control than have an IUD Absolutely. But I need to educate myself on my cycle because, listen, yeah. it's not really accessible and available to us, and society doesn't yeah. give me that option. 100%. And I wish I was taught that, and maybe it's because we all grew up in a Catholic school. So I remember being in fifth grade, and the boys and girls were separated when we had the sex talk. And I don't think that we should be separated. I think at least I was mature enough to understand that it was not something to laugh about and it was something that we need to learn. I think it needs to be learned much younger. I actually wrote an essay last year of why porn is so harmful. Oh, horrible. To, awful. To awful. Dude, do not get us started yeah, on this. We know. Real. I mean, coming I from porn. men, coming from porn. men, it's so, it's like. It's destructive. I, the way men oh, view women yeah. from porn is, it's disgraceful. Well, you want to know, also... know a fun statistic? Yeah. The earliest age children find porn on average is eight years old. Wow. Oh, that's that's I'm, real though. That's I'm real. above average. Then I don't I'm think not. I. I remember being in grade school, kids talking about not dude, porn. not yeah. not I when I was eight God. years old. Swear to God, I, maybe I was just late to them. I also had a phone later than everyone. Okay, me but too. Like, okay, but like like I, the weird because th- I've done a lot of research into porn because it's been something I've struggled with my whole life, and the like men are a lot more prone to getting addicted to porn than women. That doesn't mean women can't get addicted. There's a lot of women that are addicted. Um, but there's like a certain chemical in a man's brain that mm-hmm. makes us like instantly attracted to it and hooked. As to where a woman, yeah. it's a slow increase to that hook. 
And also, if you think about it, if the earliest age kids are finding porn, what's on the cover of Pornhub? What are the main videos on Pornhub? Stepsister, stepbrother, my stepmom. Like, literally, like, <laughs> rape and incest yeah. straight up. Yeah. An eight-year-old sees that shit. They don't know that's wrong. Well, and They have exactly. no idea. Your brain's just forming. I mean... There, I are fully our brain isn't formed till twenty five. So yeah. imagine what an eight year old's brain is at. Like it, it, it's scary, and I think that's one of the biggest problems. Because coming from someone who's struggled with it, it it's it's a real addiction. Like it's not something like I know Vinny, you struggled with it. I obviously we just met like two yeah. hours ago, but like a lot of people struggle with it, and nobody talks about it. I mean, like, I will say it's been it's been a solid like like two years, like really like where I don't watch porn. I really. Don't watch That's porn. That's awesome. I, it's been like something. I it obviously was hard to overcome, but when I did, like the way I view women, view relationships now has changed dramatically. It's not all about sex now. To sit down and have a real conversation with somebody nowadays is so hard to find. So hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, and with porn, if kids are watching aggressive porn from the very oh, yeah. start. Well, imagine what they'll it be just, watching it, five years after that. Well, yeah, five years after that, and then it gets worse to the point where they need to act on those yeah. things. And if you get addicted to porn at a young age, even, like, a lot of serial killers. I was literally, that's my exact thought I was thinking about. I was like, yeah. if you went into jails and the people that killed, like, serial killers, mass murderers, those types of people, you always can find a link to porn. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer, I know that's a new thing yes. that everyone's talking about. He, very addicted to porn. And you look at all, like, porn is a, like, porn is a is the devil in video form. That's what I believe. And the way the way that our society makes it nowadays, it is so easily so accessible. accessible. That's why I believe that's oh like... Oh my gosh. You scroll through yeah. TikTok, you oh. see girls shaking their ass. Like, that's not okay. Dude, so even your reels. In, oh my God. Everything. Everything. Okay, well, you get to choose what you can consume. And because you're men, maybe that demographic targets you. Absolutely. I can say that within media messages that I constantly consume, all my shit, love it. It's really positive. <laughs> like, my reels on my um, Instagram account for yoga is, like, my the safest place ever. I love it so much. But, yeah, I mean, we get to choose, and that's the beauty of it. But also, it's it's really scary because I'm not necessarily – prone to porn or like sex like I don't I think there are sex workers out there that are like doing important work and sharing important information but I think that big corporations like Pornhub I would like prefer people to literally pay for like OnlyFans yeah. or like a women-owned porn company so it's not just like oh let's rape people and do human trafficking <laughs> yeah I know Pornhub got cracked I think this was like a year ago for there was like rape a sex trafficking, all that on there, and um, they had to take it all down. So I think only verified videos are allowed on there. Now, this happened like a year, two like years better, ago. But that'll, <laughs> no, but yeah, that'll never stop but so. on No, I agree. Like, I there's, agree. There's movements. There's a movement on TikTok started by teenagers, and there's also another movement that I'm blanking on the name of, but they are corporations and, like, I think they're nonprofits that are yeah. committed to talking about this yeah. the same conversation and really just – kind of being in their sauce and that and really yeah. trying to help people, p sharing people's stories that have been human trafficked or raped. Like I've seen stories where people 
have been in a room for a shoot and they agreed to the shoot but then when they get there they're like no I don't want to do this anymore and they don't consent and then they get trapped in the room because everyone's like okay we're going to post this video all online and oh. everyone's going to see you we're going to send it to your family like man, straight up manipulating people that you're not fucking leaving until you're shooting this porn right now yeah and that's uh, what you just described and I'm taking it totally off topic is how the government does what they do is so what they do with these big the, when you hear the term bought and paid for I, are you big in the government at all do you follow um, so I'm not super into government I think government creates I think government's purpose is to create division and I don't like that 100%. and that's why I don't I don't necessarily consume the news I know what's going on in no. the world but I don't consume the news and I don't believe in like the whole Republican liberal agenda like I'm so sick of seeing videos where this family can't afford taxing Tim Ryan <laughs> on like YouTube like Dude, the those ads. are so stupid and, I'm, and then just like straight up the shit politicians and just like the opposite political parties say about each other is i'm just like damn like y'all do not people know are, human yeah. decency people are way too involved in politics the left or right where like they don't see the bigger picture like they're trying to push us to fight each other yeah. they don't understand that well, no and that's like that's like parties to me are the worst thing that could have ever happened in washington i don't know if i've mentioned this on the podcast in washington's uh farewell speech he he put in there that parties will divide this nation. Yeah. And he like and these are some of the smartest men, the men who wrote the constitution. Think what you want about them, but they were some of the smartest men. To think that three hundred years ago what they wrote can still apply to these days. And don't get me wrong, there's gonna be things that are wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Um but getting back to what I was saying before is and that that's how when you hear things like people are bought and paid for, it's people are brought to like you know the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. You you're familiar oh, with that. Oh hell yeah. Yes. I figured yeah, yeah it, I figured you were. So how they would get people people in these traps so like let's say for instance i was going to jeffrey epstein's house what he would do is say hey mm -hmm. i go in that room you're gonna get a massage have a good time then come join the party downstairs yeah. what the, what i wouldn't know is he's sending in a, a 16 year old girl to come massage me then give me a hand job whatever and there's cameras set up so now they have video and now you're like well i, I don't want to listen to you i'm just gonna leave he's like oh we're gonna release this video of you what are you gonna do he's like oh well i I was with the 16-year-old. Yeah, and so, also... And that's why... Sorry to cut you off, okay. but that's why the government is so corrupt to the point where it is now is because all these people are so intertwined with these groups and they have so much stuff on them that it's like, if if you do separate yourself from this, they're just going to expose you until your name is nothing. And if the girls or the men were smart and said no, they'd be like, okay, but can you bring somebody else? I'll give you $100 for every person you bring. Yeah, yeah, And it was exactly. like a business. Like, yeah. And it was just like this huge giant pyramid scheme. It was what crazy. What they used to do was insane on that island. It, you don't yeah. think this shit is still going on? Oh, because I is. do. Oh, 100%. Oh, my. No. Oh, that's not at all. <laughs> no, it is The whole reason yeah. where the country's at it, where it's at, is because they're trying to cover up. Why do you think, like, like, and I, I don't, I know you, you aren't a big political party, but say what you want about people like Alex Jones. Um, mm -hmm. it, a lot of people don't like him for the stuff he said, and I'm not saying I agree with all of it, but Alex Jones just got fined a billion dollars, or very, very close to a billion dollars, for saying Sandy Hook was fake. Now, again, that's an outlandish statement, mm -hmm. but he should be able to say what he wants. Now, the problem is, is he's getting fined a billion while people that were literally like like Bill Clinton, he was shown <laughs> over 30 times to be flown with Jeffrey Epstein. Nothing gets looked at from him. Crazy. Why are you? So I, so a guy that sits here and says a school shooting was fake, which is very like, I don't think you should be saying that stuff is fake, but he has every right to. We live in America. Do you think people are born into 
politics, or do you think that people can really make their way up in no. the political They're all world? You're born. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that's why it's so corrupt. Oh yeah, it's crazy. you need to you need to have a way in. You can't. It's, it's the thirteen families. They control everything. Oh yeah, BlackRock and Vanguard. It's way bigger than well, okay, right. people not even. Yeah, no, 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 no. BlackRock and Vanguard are the highest, highest. These are the people that like own literally like and name any business they own it. Wow. Yeah. So like you look at the very, very top, which is BlackRock, Vanguard, these yeah. the richest people you'll never hear of because they don't want you to. They own Kmart, Target, Walmart, Steak and Shake, uh, Dairy Queen. It's all every web. business it's, all it's owned by one big business. Wow. Now it trickles down. Good conversation about this because yeah. I'm very exactly, and now you see things like indoctrination where these companies at the very top are telling these companies to do something. So that's why you see every company banding together. It's because they're all owned by the same person. That's why, in or, that's why when you get to fooling people when it comes to propaganda, um, they can so easily place it everywhere because they literally control everything. They control the media, uh, media outlets. They control stores. They can everything. It, it's sad, but. These people control literally everything, and that's why when when you're stuck in the game of left or right, like I love Trump or yeah, f no, you, you like Trump. I'm 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 a Biden supporter. It's like, dude, <laughs> you don't even realize these are puppets in this bigger scheme that's to an even bigger scheme. The fact that this is true, but I really do feel like we are playing a part in shifting the collective. I think this ideology is totally changing. I feel like I can feel the world shifting because I think people are starting to realize, like, what the fuck? This is all bullshit. This is totally just a game that we're playing in and maybe there are still people that get caught up in the television and the news and they they follow either agenda but seriously like the medicine and the healers of the world everything really is connected to me personally like call it whatever you want call it god source universe allah whoever jesus god it doesn't matter it's all of this is all of that it's all the same thing when you think about it. And even, like, religion is there to divide us. That's why I think of religion as a collective thing. That's why I kind of put it under the umbrella term of spirituality. That's, yeah, same. Because all of this is all of that. It's all the same thing. We're all connected. We're all one. And honestly, nobody's making it out alive. So why the fuck are we spending all our time hating on everybody, hating on each other, and having this kind of victim mentality, which is something I want to talk about because I feel like I used to have a victim mentality and spirituality and my practice and my journey really got me out of that. Yeah. Well, that's it, That's the only way to get out of that. Yeah. It's because... I agree. I, it, this sounds kind of stupid, but there's two sides to life. There's victim mentality and there's mm. uh, the opposite, the reciprocal or whatever that is. Um, so you either live in this place of everything is happening to me, like like the tree fell on my house and I just have bad luck. No, a tree fell on your house, dude. Like, that that's it. Or, well, I'm using this to now grow me into this better. Maybe that was a sign that I needed to get out of this area. So you, you, you have to use certain things. Like, like I don't know, I, Vinny, we've talked in the depth about our, our trauma history and stuff like that. But it, when, you, when you talk about trauma and stuff like that, it's switching that mindset from, oh, like, this, this happened to me. I'm a bad person because of it. I'm whatever you want to say. I'm not worthy because this person yeah. did that. And it's like, no. You flip that, and that's when you really become your new person. So when people say, like, I'm on this life journey, it is literally a journey that you start. Yes. There is no end. There is no finish. There is no, I, I guess, heaven would be what someone would consider oh, that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, why don't, why don't 
sorry guys, we kind of had a huge talk in the in the beginning. I don't know if we're gonna cut this into two, make it two separate episodes, or just roll it as one. That'd we'll have to dope. see how long. Yeah, for sure. Um, but how did you start your spiritual walk? What did that look like for you? So. I guess, Vinny, you might have saw me through this, but you probably didn't know that I was going through all this shit. So I first started smoking weed when I was, like, maybe 13 or 14. And I had a decent relationship with it, but at some point somebody was like, hey, have a dab pen. And I was like, sure. (laughs) And I got one, and I definitely abused it. I was high all the time. And after experiencing my spiritual journey, and kind of being where I am now, I look back at that moment in time, and I'm like, wow, I missed, like, three years of my life. It's gone. I did not, like, stop and sit to do anything important to me. So at some point, during COVID, actually, I think it was, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to stop doing this. This is horrible for me. And at first, it was really hard to sleep. And so I was, like, I would throw on meditation videos on my TV, and that was how I would fall asleep. Mm. And I would meditate, and I would, I'd practice yoga beforehand, but I really started practicing yoga during COVID. And honestly, a lot of people see COVID as a really negative time in their lives. But for me, I needed that to happen for me to get better and to be in the space where I am today. Yeah. Um, even before that, before COVID happened, I forgot to mention this. I got in a car crash and I broke my wrist. (laughs) So I broke my wrist by literally falling backwards and I was super underweight and I was never trying to lose weight. Trigger warning if anybody's ever had an eating disorder. Um, I didn't have an eating disorder. This was something that I was not trying to do. I was unintentionally losing weight. I couldn't stop losing weight. I went from like 115 to 100 pounds and I was like oh my god I'm so fucking skinny like I I felt gross and I I nothing was getting better I didn't know what to do and then I remember I played softball in high school and we always did this like running backward drill and our school basement outside the lifting room was kind of like concrete I don't know how to describe it marble 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 floor and I literally just fell back I fell backwards and I broke my fucking wrist Mm. and that was how fragile I was and I didn't even know it was broken until I was in class and my hand was going like this when I was writing like it was literally like shaking so vigorously and I called my mom and I was like yo something's actually really wrong because I I'm the type of person that I was just like I'm just gonna I'm a Taurus. Just, like, put my head down like a bowl and just go through it. Like, I just, I cannot. Sometimes I don't let myself feel fully, and I think that's something that I really had to overcome. So then I'm driving around with my broken wrist, and I rear-end somebody, and I get in a car accident, and my airbag deploys, and um, I cut my eyebrow. I don't know which one it was. I think it's this one. I think it's my left eyebrow. And I was walking around school like fucking a scar from Lion King. I had my I had three stitches in my left eyebrow and a cast on my <laughs> right wrist. And after all that, I was like, wow, like I really just feel useless. So I decided to start doing something for myself because I had that victim mentality. I was like, wow, things happen to me and not for me. And then once I shifted that perspective, and really focused on myself, I feel like I changed from that victim mindset to that, I would I would say winner mindset mentality maybe. Um, it was a time, but I definitely needed COVID to happen to me, and I, I wouldn't be who I am without 
my experiences and what I've gone through. So, I mean, I'm I'm fortunate that it happened to me. I'm sad that I feel like I missed three years of my life because I feel like it was a really... I feel like high school should be a really fun time in your life. And for me, it wasn't. Yeah. So, See, I'm glad I have what I have now. Yeah. I It's so weird to me because I think, like... I, we're all young. I, we're all the exact same age here. Yeah. Um, I think what's so weird is like right now we think of high school as such a huge part of our life. It is, and I'm not taking away from that. But like for me, I I think I would have had probably the same high school journey as you. I was just someone who stayed to my own. I mean, if you talk to me, I talk to you back. Yeah. Um, I had friends. I wasn't like I, it's not that I talked to nobody. Um, people knew who I was, but I never like had that high school experience that everyone else had. Mm. And I feel that. yeah, like I, I I was never invited to parties. I was never that person who was the first when you and and again there I wasn't necessarily mad at that. Like I wasn't sitting there like I just want to go to all these high school parties. Like, Same. like but there is that party that's like yeah like you want to be like in that popular group. Everyone yes. does. Um, but and I I was telling Vinny and I have talked about this a lot. High school is such a matrix in itself. It's like it's like this whole life political thing that we just talked about. It's like right versus left. High school is the same exact way as to where, we're like, in high school, you're thinking the most important thing in your life is being popular and being with those kids. So I guess any advice to people listening at home is, like, like high school is a very small part of your life, it weirdly. Is. Like, we've only been out for two, three years, but it's such a small part of your life. Dude, like, literally, whatever you are in high school, just be that. Because, like, and like one, you're going to end up looking stupid if you don't. Like, if you want to fit in and you don't, if you are not already fitting in, you will never fit in. That's how that works Straight in high school. Up. And you'll, you're going you're gonna to get made fun of if you try to do anything but stay in whatever lane yeah. you were kind of set so in So I high had, like, an entirely different high school experience than both of you. Like, mm. you guys stayed your own. I was everywhere. I was making friends with everybody. You name it. I was doing lip syncing with the school. I played <laughs> football. Yeah, like anything I t- could do. High to school like, experience. Yeah, yeah, I had the high school experience, going to the parties, making the friends. And, like, I guess, like, being that, like, I never really, like, got – I don't think I really did get the full high school experience because, like, you go to all these parties and everything. Like, that's what everybody thinks high school should be. Like, that's a time where you should really, like, figure out who you Dude, are. Dude, and like, that's, I was literally going to say people this. People try and be somebody they're not when you should be figuring yes. out who you are. 100%. Which is, I'm so happy that I was able to do in a way. Like, yeah. I got to figure out, since I wasn't trying to be something I'm not, I was always me. Like, I was able to grow and become this person yeah. I am today. I can attest to that. Vinny was always very much, you were always true to your own. But I think the reason we became friends in high school is because you talked to me first. I'm like you, Matt. Like, if people talk to me, I talk to them back. But at the same time, my head was down the whole time. I have, like, the worst resting bitch face ever, so I'm not very approachable. But, like, straight up, same exact thing. Like, yeah, that was that was my experience. And I, I'm glad that we all have kind of this identity now where we don't resonate with that anymore. I don't resonate with who I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Yes, like no. I can I can love her and I can miss her and I can support her. But at the same time, I'm so glad I am who I am now. When I graduated high school, I was just like, fuck everybody, straight up. And then once I got into college, I was like, wow, like I love everybody here. And you don't need to go to college. Once I found a community, that is my best advice ever. Find a community of people that are like-minded as you, whether it's the gym, whether it's going to a yoga studio, whether it is just 
a book club. It could be something as simple as that. Just like a meeting of people that have the same interests as you. Make yourself a hobby. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think like 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 you just said about the community, it's so important. And I know, did we talk about environment yet on the podcast? We haven't talked mm. about that'll be at very all. very soon because yeah. that's something I'm huge on. Is you need to be in an environment that is going to help you get to where you need to be, whatever that looks like for you. Like, so, like, if you're for me, surrounding yeah. yourself with bums, you're going to be a bum. Exactly. It was in the it, it was in the exact post that I posted, my most recent post. It's literally whatever you're around, you will become that. And it's like people think, oh, I'm so I'm strong willed. I I it's no dude. Like I don't care how strong willed of a person you are. Like if you were placed in a group of five bums, you might not become exactly them, but you're going to take traits from them. You're going to do what they do. You mm-hmm. might speak how they speak like you're going to act how they you're going to view the world how they view the world so it's it's the same reason why a kid coming from poverty sees no hope and a kid who just come is coming from a penthouse thinks he can conquer the world he they were raised in environments to breed whatever that is so like you were saying it is so important that like when you yeah. when you're out of high school go find something that you like want to do and that you love it dude when you get out of high school literally popularity and all that means nothing Absolutely. like i know that for Vinny and i like and him and i haven't even talked about like we've talked about this him and i wouldn't have been friends in high school to- two not totally two different people and then you leave high school it's like <laughs> you and i are best friends now so it's like yeah. like the second you leave high school everything changes in life and it, it's such a weird mindset shift but i think people like her and i were very much prepared for that because yeah. as to where and i know mm. you you like, were very different I, but like I, her yeah. and i when you get thrown out into the real world it's like you're by yourself like you it doesn't popularity doesn't mean shit I when you're trying of, to apply i for kind a job. of like prepared myself for that but like I didn't go to college, obviously, so that wasn't my path. And getting right out of high school, going right to work, like, it took me a good year to figure out what yeah. I'm doing with my life. Like, I go from high school, being with friends every day, like, being that guy kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody loves to, okay, I'm home, I work. Like, what else do I do now with my life? Like, mm-hmm. this can't be it right here. Rediscovering who rediscovered you rediscovered who I was. I yeah. truly rediscovered That's who I was. That's life, though. Yeah. Rediscovering who you are in each phase of it. That's what life is. Yeah. Also, don't take advice from people who haven't been where you want to go. Exactly. Exactly. Or yeah. on the same journey as you. Yeah. Why take advice from somebody who works at the steel mill all day, drink a twelve pack of beer, and then <laughs> goes home well, and dude, makes fried chicken? Dude, and that's that's why, like, when when like for I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm going to talk about that, obviously. But like, when entrepreneurs are trying to launch their thing and their parents start shitting on them, it's like, dude. Look at no offense, but look at where your parents are at. Like they don't, they can't see where you want to go because they don't know where that. Is. They could literally in their imagination in their mind is not a real place. So like again, as for that poverty kid, the uh, uh, metaphor I was making f- before for that kid in poverty, he doesn't even know what that looks like. It's real. The money, like living in that penthouse, is real, but he doesn't even know yeah. what that looks like. It's because so. parents are like, I'm all right. I'm not gonna say my parents, but I know a lot of parents who are so like. They want their children to be so successful because they didn't have that success or they want they find their happiness like in their children. Like they want their children's happiness like to be their happiness. And like that's not how it should be at all. At all. Children should be able to find their own path, do what they want to do and like be happy. They shouldn't be pushed to go to college and like 
find a job which isn't even guaranteed. Well, and I think that's why it's so important that us, like us three literally, but at like our age group, we need to set that standard for everyone else following up after Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Is like, like how do we raise our kids? We need to be thinking about this stuff. Is like we need to raise our kids how we want them to look like. You know, yeah. and like these aren't even thoughts that people like like kids in college are thinking like, oh, beer, party, coke, all of it. And fine. Like, that's your lifestyle. Live it. I'm not one to judge. But like you are setting the standard for the kids after us. So the more people that go party are going to be the more people right after us who are going to go party. Yeah. So it's like that's why I wanted to start this podcast. Why I wanted to talk about stuff like this is because I think there's a lot of people that feel alone out there. A lot of people who think like for me at least, like I always thought like some being spiritual, being this person was weird. You know, like you you you're this weird you person who's in. out, but dude, there's so many people that are just like you. And I think one of the biggest problems is we're we're taught to put each other in categories. And high school you're either popular or you're not when you get out you either work here or work there you you have a title and the thing about what like i said when you get out of out of these spheres out there is no titles and that's not how life looks like so yeah it's just it it, it's a whole whole switch generational trauma is some real ass shit too you don't realize but you're gonna hold your fucking little baby one day if you want a baby or you accidentally have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna be like, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that they don't have the same experience that I experience. And your baby that you're holding is gonna do the same thing as you after that. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why kids grow up to be their parents. Not always. Not always. No. No, I no, think about I think about this so much. I have two nieces and a nephew, and I think about how um, my mom raised me. I think about how my sister raises my kids and I'm like downloading all these things in my brain. Like, okay, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Here's what I want to integrate into my life because kids are so tapped into their spiritual energy. Yeah. I love my little like three-year-old niece. She's the like fieriest person ever. And I hope she never loses that. Yeah. Like I could literally cry talking about that because don't make your kids less than what they are let them be who they're gonna be like don't be like oh like i played softball you're gonna fucking play softball (laughs) too like or like if your kids don't want to play sports they want to sing and dance let them they want to write poetry let them like you just have to let people we were talking about this earlier let people be who they are it could be a good person or a bad person but But you need to let people be who they are yeah for i mean you can guide them on the right path absolutely but Disclaimer to all the parents out there, we're not judging you for your parenting (laughs) styles. None of us are parents, at least from what I know. (laughs) Um, So I guess our perspective is different. And it's the hardest job in the world being a parent. It's the hardest job in the world. I couldn't imagine having kids. I'm not going to say I raised my siblings, but I was there while they were being raised. And it is not easy, the work being put into a child, so... Fuck yeah, you know what your house looks like when you have Oh my god. (laughs) I live in a house right now. My roommate has two kids. And it's... Yeah, They're the the greatest, Uh greatest. But again, it's kids. There's going to be toys everywhere. There's going to be clothes. It's how it is. Don't you love being around them, though? Oh my god. They are the funniest things in the world. Like, their spirits, their energy, it's the greatest. Mm. It's always so positive, like, wanting to play. Yeah. So simple. Yeah. We could sit there and play with blocks. It'll make their day. For hours, we could sit there and Dude, just play with blocks. But that, that's how life is supposed to be, and yet we have this tainted view because of what the food we eat, the things that we watch, mm-hmm. the porn that we were talking about, all these things that shape us to who we are now like is totally different from what you... At, at the age of three, nothing's in your brain, no. and yet 
that's why, in my opinion, parenting is so big, and that's why, like, in my I know when I have a kid, which is hopefully never anytime <laughs> soon, but um, I, I just know I'm going to make it my whole mission to make sure that kid is e- at least brought up with a good point of view in that in this world, whatever that looks like, Absolutely. knowing that the food that you need to be putting on into your body, because, like, it literally is addicting. They put addictive, like, why do you think, like, you crave McDonald's, so, like, certain things for McDonald's? Oh God, yeah. And I'm not literally meaning there's Coke, like, 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 <laughs> Coke or heroin in your in your food, but it is literally there is one percent human flesh though. But that's for another day. Whoa! Oh my gosh, dude! Day. You told that's me this for another before. Day. <laughs> it's for another day. Yeah. Do you I'm eat fast food? Okay, so let me sorry. be real honest because Vinny, I don't know if you know anything about this. I have a really poor relationship with food. Like I'm a really picky eater, and I've always been like that. Like yeah. I think like maybe it's something that happened when I was a kid. Like I used to eat everything, and then one day like a brain just like a switch flipped off in my brain where I'm like, this is disgusting. Like I cannot eat it. And it, it's like, I don't know if it's a texture thing or it's like something else, but I have a really hard time trying new things. So I have Hmm. like comfort foods that are like really comfortable to me and that like I eat. And I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about this because I was interested in like what, what y'all think because like the shit I eat, I know it's not like, good for me but that's a thing it's so hard for me to try new things hold on i'll tell you this okay the the best diet for you is like an all natural so just fruits vegetables meat um seafood that like food from this earth and i know dude i know it's so hard but especially you need to be careful because i guess my relationship with food is probably a lot different than yours Mm -hmm. but the stuff that you eat like like imagine it like what's it I garbage in garbage out. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. The stuff you're eating is literal garbage. Like Absolutely. there's, it's so highly processed. Seed oils. I don't know canola oil, palm oil, uh, palm kernel oil. There's anything with oil at the end of it. Horrible for you. And it, they're in literally every everything. I promise you. At, look at it. There's some sort of oil. And the only good oil: olive oil, avocado oil, ghee. That's not an oil. And just right, like real butter. You're very so, passionate about this. Oh my <laughs> dude, because it's the biggest lie that we're told. I'm so passionate oh, yeah. about this. Uh, it's the biggest lie that we're told, and I think it's it it impacts people so. Like, do you burn? Like, do you burn in the sun real easily? No. Okay. Seed well, oils I, but, cause that. But I also wear like a lot of sunscreen. Okay. And oh, I love, that's like, not that's horrible. But I love skincare. Too. Well, because I know I, know, I read sh- the ingredients. I know my skincare shit. Don't, skincare, don't test yeah, me. No. Don't test me. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I know you're huge into energy. Think about it. Like you were literally putting bad energy into your mouth because that stuff is. Li- it's like li- okay, I'll tell you. I don't know the full process in this, but like the way these oils are made, they're bleached. Their mm. stuff is added into them. It's t- it's sent through like twenty different processes as to where like like olive oil is literally just extracted from olives. Like. So, like, it negatively impacts you so much because what you're putting into your body is exactly what your body's going to get out. Yeah. So if you're putting in all natural foods, foods that are from this earth, berries, uh, berries, like, meat, coming off from uh, masses, yogurt, like, working at a butcher shop, it's so convenient because <sighs> I know yeah, where dude. everything comes from. Like, I w- there was a point where I was vegetarian. I loved it. That was the healthiest p- time in my entire life. I've never felt better, but... I was losing a lot of weight, and I'm already pretty skinny as it is, and I need that protein in my diet. So being vegetarian, I think, is a great diet if you can do it the right way. I Um, would disagree. 
vegetarian. If you can do it the right it, way, no, absolutely. yeah, you're right. If you can do it the right way, I, was, I just okay. Think I was meat, pescatarian. Meat is, sorry, meat I ate is fish. a very yeah, fine. I ate fish. Pesca- I was pescatarian. A pescatarian yeah. diet is way better than a vegetarian because you're yeah. still getting the muscles, absolutely. the clams, the fish, all that nuts, all that. I think nuts are allowed in vegetarian. Nuts are fine. Yeah, um, vegan. But you go switch, and I know like like it's it's hard. It's hard for me. I'm not even there yet. Stop eating out. Like that's your. If you want to start some, stop eating. Like Chipotle is really even that has horrible. Oh, I don't yeah. even eat that. Yeah, so, Carabas is the one place you could eat. They they this cook everything. Dude, about they cook everything with olive oil. Raves okay, about cook everything but here's with my olive thing. Oil. I literally <laughs> will only eat like chicken. Like I will not like touch like seafood. I'm so weird with like I'm meat the same way. and like texture. No, you're not. No, 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 you're yeah. not the Ask same way. Ask anyone that knows me. Ask anyone that knows me, dude. <laughs> I don't I'm believe. I'm the biggest texture. A, yeah, I am the a biggest dude. Like these pants. No, no, trust. No, trust me. I'm worse. We'll have a battle because I I can promise you I'm more picky. Maybe Nobody not knows. maybe not when it comes to like like blankets I'm huge like blankets clothing like oh, no, it's you food. don't know me I no, wear shorts food. you know the yeah, shorts yeah, yeah. I know I'm just talking about texture in general I'm huge on texture but even food you probably are bigger in food but finish Yeah <laughs> So, like literally I bet if you showed me a picture of like something that you eat right now like you know how people like <laughs> phone eats first like they take a picture of their food if you showed me a picture of a food right now i would literally tell you probably i, I guarantee i'm probably gonna tell you no i'll eat like i don't even eat like burgers dude like i can't like dude, red meat what is, is so that good fries this is fries uh green beans with pasta and ground meat rajol fuck no like fries yes <laughs> Maybe what was it? Green Just pure Green canola beans. oil. What fries? <laughs> no, dude, I, I, literally she, me she wants to better her diet, and the only thing she likes out of that is we the fries. Make some, we'll make some homemade fries up. We'll make up some Maybe homemade like, fries. Pop them in the air fryer. There is chips. There is chips that are made with olive oil. It's literally yeah. just potatoes, sea salt, and or olive oil. oil. But that's what I'm oil. saying. It's avocado like it's shit. something that I've struggled with my with whole that. life, and I it's something that I've always struggled with my whole life. And trying new things is literally so hard. Hold like, on, hold on, hold on, food? hold on. Sorry, I I just want the way you're talking is one of the I well, think one of the biggest you're problems right. is you're saying you, you you're sitting here saying I have a huge problem. Now switch <laughs> your language here and say I like anything and go because now I know this sounds really stupid. I hated sushi, hated it. Literally, I tried mm-hmm. it through like gagged, could not even smell it. I like it now because I told myself every time I saw it, I was like, I like it. I, I want don't really to eat think you. it works. Like Maybe that. it does. I promise you. No, because every time I hate tomatoes and I tell myself <laughs> no, that. Vinny, no, Vinny, it takes no, a while. I promise <laughs> you, dude. I can eat a seed of a tomato and I will start gagging. Dude, because well, because you're you're telling yourself no, that now. I try. I try. You don't have you, you need to delete. I try I, it sounds, so much. No, I'm, like, the, I, in the I'm way like, I love ketchup. I like you. I eat it. The juices go in my mouth, and it's it's well, game over, Well, you're not burning bro. it into your subconscious that you like them, clearly. I know. I'm not saying it's as simple as it sounds. It's not. No, but, like, no, but it is as switch simple the as way, it. Switch the way you talk about certain foods, and you, it'll help a lot. Because it helped me a lot. I agree with you, because I, I'm, I love self-affirmation. So when I was going through my whole thing where I, like, was losing a bunch of weight, and I had, like, a colonoscopy and an endoscopy, I was, like, every day, I gain weight. I gain weight. Straight <laughs> up. Like, I gain weight. Like, telling myself that. And I did. Yeah. And, it, it, and a, the weight have, came back. Yeah. But that's the thing. I do need to change my language. And it's something that I'm so consciously aware of, but it's been such a big part of my life as well. Yeah. And there shouldn't be a but in this, whatever. Like, I know. No, I'm like, no I'm like, you're explaining I'm like, why you are what, the way like, you are. No, that's okay. 
But, yeah, it's just, it's always been a part of my life, and it's it's so hard to reframe your way of thinking, especially when it comes to something like that. Yeah. Because, like, again, like, we were talking about textures. I have I have issues with textures, and I, <laughs> I wish I didn't, so I need to reframe that of saying, like, I do like everything, and I have done that with other foods, and I kind of find, like, new safe foods as time goes on because I get sick of eating the same shit. Like, my diet is straight up, like, Panera, Chick-fil-A. Canes, all shit that's so bad yeah. for you. Like no, it is. Up, like, it's no, it's awful. I, <laughs> no, no, like, like I'm, I'm so sorry. Don't judge me I'm though. Not like you. no, I'm not judging. Like I get it. That's what you can't eat. Like that's what yeah. you're able to put down. I can't judge you because that's what like, your body takes. Put yourself in my shoes. Exactly. You make me eat something else without like blindfolding me and like really trying to get me to try something. I will vomit. I'm like I'm not making fun of you. Like I'm I'm sorry. Like that's that's tough. Yeah. Like, Thank you for the empathy. No, I like, absolutely. It. That's not easy. Like, I'm over here. I can eat anything besides tomatoes you put in front of me. <laughs> <And> besides tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's funny. such a random food. Oh, yeah. No tomatoes. Or I want to grow my own shit, though. I feel oh, like I'm, I would be like, yes. Yeah, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm, dude. I'm, my whole backyard, I'm changing it into yeah. a garden next year. I'm going to sell stuff out of there for a dollar, everything. I had a garden. I haven't told anyone else this, so you're the first one to hear. Oh, yeah. But that's awesome. I told my mom because it's our backyard, but you get the point. Congratulations. <laughs> that's actually really yeah. cool. Like, seriously like thank you for like even having me on here and being open to meeting no. me i think we have a lot in common actually which is really like strange because i didn't expect that i think a lot i think a lot of people that are on this journey have a lot in common just naturally because yeah. we're all we all understand the same struggles we just struggle in different ways we all approach it different mm. ways but at the end of the day we all have the same beliefs yeah. and angles. like like at the so how how this frames in my mind is like we all have vices they just look different from us and we're all on the path to try to eliminate as much as we can and get closer to this connection so we all can understand each other on a different way than if, like, let's say we had, I don't, Steve-O in here. I, I'm so, I don't think he's chasing any spiritual journey. Maybe he is. I don't know what he's Steve not. was doing. He's but not. that, like, he, it just would be different. Because like, I'm, I'm thinking about this. And I was thinking before the episode, like, I'm, I'm sure there was nerves for just all of us, natural nerves. But for sure. Yeah, okay, Vinny, but... Okay, whatever, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm I don't know. With you guys. You, I knew, you knew, knew me, though. Yeah, I'm not okay, saying yeah. I, I was sitting here shitting myself, but, like, having someone in, on your podcast for the first time is just, for me at least, was a weird feeling. And I'm thinking, I'm like, this is flowing so well, but while we were talking, I'm just thinking, like, if we had anyone else on here, I don't think it would flow as well. I just really don't. Like, someone who is not, who doesn't understand that same, that same journey, the same, like, because your, your walk looks different than yours, and yours looks different than mine, and vice versa. Mi well, mix we, it how again, you want. we all have the same exactly and that's why we can understand each other so like when you say you're surprised to hear us click i kind of knew we would click not you and i i'm just talking about any like replace you with anyone else i kind of already know i'm gonna have that connection um just because i and this is just who i am it's always been easy for me to like just be comfortable around anyone like like literally the first time i meet you i'm gonna be the same way that i would be for the most part i mean yeah. there's just obvious things that you don't show but i'm gonna be the same way the first time that i will be probably the 20th time yeah. just because like if i i know exactly the type of person you are the second and I meet exactly. you. And like yeah. after that, it's it's what a kind street. of person am I? I mean, I've known you forever. You've been you've been Kenzie, bro. You've been Kenzie. Who's that? Down to earth. You always keep it a buck, no matter what. Like how it is is how it is, and that's how it should be. Like you don't play around. You don't play games. Straight up. Interesting. Always always tell how it is. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you want what you want. I know that's like that's that like that's just something I can tell about your personality and because I know I'm the same way is 
whatever I want in life, I'm going to get. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I don't care what it is. I'm going to get, I'm going to take the steps. And I know you're very driven in yoga and whatnot. Um, and one thing I can, can, I don't want to say praise because it's not a praise. One thing I praise you for is how devoted you are to yoga. Because when you, when, when I see someone like you on that, it's like, that to me, it's like she's so devoted and dedicated that it gives me inspiration to stay on my devotion and dedication. And it, it's just a whole, it, it's just cool to see you so focused. And you are, you know, and I know that you know that that's what you're going to do. It doesn't matter what. Even if the money's not there, even, it doesn't matter. You're going to find a way to do yoga. And so taking that from you, I guess that's why I say you want what you want. And that's it. Yeah, um, I can say the same thing about y'all. I feel like I was very attracted to you guys, which is why I reached out. Like, I know I previously knew Vinny, but I genuinely, like, I started listening, and I was like, wow, like, these are like-minded people. How are they my age? And I, yeah. I really didn't expect to develop that relationship with anybody or kind of have that connection because in my life, I feel like I'm surrounded by gossip. All the time. I feel All like I'm time. surrounded by children. I work with grown-ass yeah. people. Yeah. And I look around, like, 60 to, like, 40-year-olds. I love you guys all. But, because they listen. But it's, like, I feel like I work with children, <laughs> like, gossiping here, gossiping there. Like, does it really matter? Because like, you're going to go home in this, three hours, and yeah. are you still going to be concerned about who's going on break right now? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't this, matter. This goes, this goes back to what I was saying before about victim mindset and what yes. she said is winner's mindset. Yes. It, it's the two right there is that it doesn't matter the age because we're all on the same. Age is just some worldly thing, standard that we have become accustomed to. Take out the number system that was ever implanted. Age is nothing, literally nothing. So, like, it... People think that when you're in your 40s, you should know all this stuff. You should be mature. But they've never grown out of that 18-year-old mindset. So, because they they never flipped that line. They never went to the, because everything, like you said, is, well, I want my break first, ego. That's why I'm so focused on stripping my ego now, because it's like, I don't want to say all, but a lot of our problems stem from our ego. And like I was telling you guys before the show started, is ego is just, ego can be so little as to feeling entitled to go in the door first. Um, mm-hmm. instead of holding the door open if someone's walking right behind you. It's it's little things like that that we don't even realize um, in our daily life that we just never realize. So back to what we were talking about, the 40-year-olds is they don't ever realize that the way they're viewing the world is through their ego, through the victim mentality. So the reason they're so immature, they're going to be like 16-year-olds because they've never grown out of that 16-year-old mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so sad to me because and, and this is going to sound egotistical, but I look at 40-year-olds and it's like, my mindset is so much more transformed than yours, and it's sad to see because it's like you're so much older and you don't have that figured it's, out yet. Yeah, it's and awful. I'm not saying you're any it's less awful. of a human than me because of that. Yeah. though. that it's sad. And it's like same- I feel like I'm I'm on like a higher level in a way, which sounds terrible. Like I feel like I'm on level three and they're on level two in like a game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm already a, a step ahead of them in life. Yeah. And at the same time, they may see us as naive, and we don't know what the real world looks like. Like I've had that conversation so many times. Oh and my it's god, like, me too. I don't. I feel like I don't need to really know what it looks like because we're kind of the ones that are here to change it. It's gonna go however the fuck I want it to go. It's yeah. my life. It's our world. I mean, yeah. you're gonna be gone. Yeah. No, it don't matter for you anymore. Yeah. It matters for us. But we yeah. do see how the world works, and we don't like how it works, and we want to change how it works. Yeah, that's what exactly. it is. Like, you don't see how the world works. No, we do. We don't like it, so we want to take a different approach. Can I, I'm totally taking this off topic. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, when you say that you believe that the world is 
a good movement is sweeping by. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? And the reason I'm asking this question is because a lot of the people, mentors, um, even you, Vinny, have said this. A lot of people believe this is the end. End times believe that nothing comes out of this. I have always been one to say that actually what's happening now is a huge reversal is we have to hit the bottom to shoot right back up and that like you i agree with you but i have not found another single person to be on these these wavelengths thinking that um that the end isn't near so can you explain why you think that um That's the end isn't near so interesting to me because everybody that i've talked to my mentors my teachers at yoga teacher training we all say that we feel this collective shift could that also yes. be the environment you guys are in though and i'm not saying this in a bad way um but do you believe because for instance you're more prone to believe that than someone who would be in a group that believes the exact opposite well sure because we're in a high vibrational space and we're high we're in a high vibrational space we're practicing high vibrational practices and we feel high vibrational but it is hard to keep that energy once you leave that space yeah. so you kind of have to do the work to do that yourself but at the same time, I, I do feel like there's this whole generation of healers and medicine men and women coming into this world to change it. And that's, again, that's why I was attracted to you guys, because I feel like we are playing a part in that collective 100%. shift. And as somebody that had a victim mindset, I don't know if you guys are the same way. Don't you think the, the world kind of has a victim mindset, too? What do we share on the news? No, that's, we share, that's the biggest problem. In this we world. share bad news. We don't share good news. Why don't we share good news? I think people like, honestly, like watching bad news over good news. Because I don't think people are going to sit there and be like, oh, look, like, this fireman saved the cat out of the tree today. No, <laughs> they don't the want, that's not entertaining to, to them. <laughs> 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 it's more of like, they want to go on there and see what's happening, like, World War Three, like, what's happening in the world now, like, the bad things, like. There's psychological stuff behind this it, that I oh, don't absolutely. know, but there, there's reasons why people are attracted to that more. Absolutely. I just thought that was cool. So, sorry, I know we kind of cut you off. No, it makes people feel better about their lives and what gets the clicks. But here's a, some advice for even your podcast. If you want the right people to come in here and listen to this space, it don't fucking matter how many people listen to it. If you build a community that supports you and that believes in medicine, yeah. men and women in this world – the believes in the healers of the world, those are the people that are going to come to your podcast, come to your studio and chat with you. Because if, if you're constantly sharing bad news, then everybody kind of wants a taste of it. Or, like, people are just going to shit on you because they're like, oh, like, you're, you guys are fucking stupid. What the fuck does yeah. this mean? You are going to attract high vibrational people. Like, again, like that happens with the mindset shift. You really have to believe that you're going to attract that high-vibing crowd that supports you your energy and what you're talking about because listen you might have all these people from our schools that follow you guys that don't listen to it yeah. they're just like oh 100%. this is cool oh yeah like it's cool that they do this i'm just gonna follow it and then they never look at it Bro, again. dude i this the, yeah this is what makes me so mad and i was telling charles your friends. Yeah. dude i it's not even just that that especially but i hate when people text me like have me on the pod or or do you, or can I or we should do an episode together it's like dude you haven't even watched or listened to one yeah. of my episodes you yeah. don't talk to me we share nothing in common because like you reached out to me I love when people do that because you have a purpose you have a drive I can tell that you're a spiritually sound person you're you're someone on the on the journey on the path 
Like, it, it's just annoying. So, yeah, I, you're right. You're and right. me and Matt had, like, a whole, like, parag- yeah, like 10 paragraph conversation. Well, she said something that resonated so deeply with me is that there is literally, and I, I said this to you, there's nobody at the age of 19 that is, like, on the same path yeah. that we are. And slowly, I know since we're, be, we're, we're I, we talk, I, did you listen to the Deep Deep Thoughts, Deep Talks podcast? I listened to, I think I listened to all of your okay. podcasts. Yeah. Um, I listened to every episode. I listened to the most recent one today. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. What I'm, I'm really big on is wavelengths. So we vibrate at certain wavelengths. Mm-hmm. Um, True. And so, like, let, think of it at one through ten. Uh, I think naturally, when we raise, when we're vibrating on a wavelength, we we attract that. So that's why I think we're in this room sitting here, to, like right now. Because, like, for instance, I knew Vinny for a pretty decent time. I'd say over a year. We we just knew of each other, seen each other at parties, never really talked, and maybe dapped up once or twice. That's because we weren't we, yeah, we weren't we weren't on the right path. We weren't on the same wavelength. We actually probably were just not even on the wavelength. No, yeah. <laughs> but um, so it's just so. <laughs> cool how like certain like the universe god olive whatever you want to call it places certain things in your life at specific times to make you the person you are so like for instance we knew each other we could have got close at any certain point but i don't think he was ready to receive my presence and i don't believe i was ready to receive his presence in the state that we were both in so the universe did not bring us together brought us at the right time now you 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 put that for everything in your life is like everything is so precisely mapped out for you 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 i don't know everything is just so it it's meant to happen at that certain time it's just so it's just so crazy how all this stuff works out and like for us to be sitting in this room right now um it's just weird weird to me weird because especially like knowing like we just built this studio i would say like three weeks ago maybe oh, wow. three four it's new and it's like like to pursue my dream our dream in podcasting it, it's just so crazy to have, like finally have a guest so thank you you're our first guest but more yeah, than that you you're i was gonna me, say really. you were you're a part of something big and Absolutely. i know he believes in it we're, we're building something big here and um, whether people Chills. would like to believe that or not, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I feel it in my heart uh-huh. space. Like, like, that's it, me too, and I that's get, why like, I so confidently know, right like now. our message is going to get spread, yes. you know, one way or the other. And when I say by our, I'm not talking Vinny and I. I'm talking about as people, and I know you again are on the same journey. We are going to get hurt in some way, and I'm not saying like we're silenced, we're not, but. Um, I, I am one to believe that there is a big, uh, awakening coming for people, but knowing what I know about the whole government stuff, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's all going to play out. You know, they're just trying for to control sure. for as long as they can until, yeah. but I, it's like, you have this power and I, I don't know how, how closely your stuff aligns with Christianity, but I know my beliefs are somewhat, I believe in Satan and I believe in, uh, God, I believe in heaven and hell. I believe in Jesus and okay. Um, the angel Satan and Satan in the Bible in Revelation, um, it talks about this is Satan's world. We live in the devil's world. So everything you experience is from him, not from God. And we know the God, God to be this person who is loving, who is, you know, who God is. Yeah. Um, but we live on this world of pain, of sorrow, of sadness. And naturally, we're just going to see that throughout our daily walk because Satan rules over this world. It's it, again, it's in it's in biblical. And I know if you if you don't come oh. from a biblical background, that's okay. not something that's going to be able to be. So I don't. But you you said something that sparked interest with me because I don't I don't put labels on anything. Like I said, like I I umbrella yeah. term everything spirituality, light and dark. Like I believe demons, angels, yeah. that kind of thing. But um, 
there is a war going on 24-7 spiritual warfare between yeah. light and dark yeah. Yeah. and it angels really, and demons yeah, yeah there is 100 percent. and it, like if you have a guardian angel i believe in guardian angels i don't know how to connect to them like i hope to get to that space one day yeah. and like work with that like i know like in my teacher training we're learning like not we're learning like reiki which is like healing with your hands my so mom like wants to do reiki. you could literally like say like yeah. you had like pain in your shoulder i would like pull it out my mom's gonna stop what she's doing and go to college to start doing reiki and yeah i think that it's amazing Reiki's super amazing dope. Mm. and there are people that have touched me and i'm like they're not even touching me and i literally think i think they're still above my head yeah because that's how powerful like they're energy is like everything is energy like i literally i feel energy like in my palms right now yeah. and somebody might hear that and be like what the fuck is this bitch talking about like she's crazy okay so i wear crystals like I have oh crystals. you're a crystal girl yeah why i'm not big into crystals this is moldavite but like things like that like i like i don't want anyone to touch this because this is like my space like it's over my heart like and Kind of, like, similar to Reiki, like, crystals have a lot of healing energy. Mm. Like, if I want to, like, protect myself, like, I have, like, amethyst that I'll wear around my neck. I have a necklace like that. But I bought this impulsively, honestly, because it's just supposed to bring you into alignment with, um, like, the highest vibrations of your life. And I I've seen some experience where people have, like, really fucking bad experience with it. I was yeah. about, I want to So talk it's to called the crystal that yeah. fell from the sky because nobody knows where it came from. Mm. And it's really expensive because there's, like, none of it on or on Earth. That's interesting. But, like, it came from the fucking ethers somewhere. Like, just it See, just came down. I don't... I believe in crystals. I was going to say. That it's, it's more of, like... Intention. Yes. I that's think, exactly what I think crystal intention. girls get a very bad rep. And I was joking. I was, well, okay, was going to say, I was joking. No, girl, you're not. Yeah. The but there's girls a lot. Who just play with crystals. Yes. There's a lot crystals. of people who solely believe in just crystals, and that's their, like, that's their spiritual life is crystals. And I think it's well, very that's, wrong. But that's the thing. I agree with you because spirituality, it became a trend. And while I'm glad it got more people into this shit it got me into it honestly like i'll be real like when i did yoga i'm like i want to stand on my head i think crystals are pretty like let me buy some but it's so much deeper than that yeah. like if you do your research get a journal journal about your crystals journal about the properties journal how you feel with them meditate with them do chakra meditations with them like it's it's such hold a on ritual in life okay so sorry i and this is just I do a lot of st like research on the brain. So, do you believe that that works only solely because you believe it works? Now, the reason I say this is: take someone who believes, who's a Muslim, believes in Allah. Mm -hmm. um, they pray to Allah for, let's say, their knee. Say their knee is broke and they want it healed, and Allah, in their eyes, Allah healed them. Their knee is, it, but they they fully believe that Allah was going to heal their knee and it's healed. Now, you take a Christian, a Christian who has the same procedure. You pray, Jesus, please, please, please heal their knee. And both happens. So where's truth here? Because truth to this person is Allah, but truth to this person is Jesus. And they're two told one can only be real slash right. Um, no, so when it, I don't think one can no, be no, no, real no, no, no. slash I, I, no, no, it's, I'm talking about my metaphor. I'm not talking okay. about literally. In their eyes, one only one is right. Only one of their religion is right. Um, so when it comes to the crystals, 
someone who doesn't believe in them may not get all the properties or what you're getting out of them mm -hmm. because they don't ne they just don't believe that these crystals do anything Absolutely. As, so i guess it it does tie yeah, into intent into so i i guess where is truth found because for some one person they can sit there and pray and this isn't the right uh, terminology but pray to these crystals and nothing will happen as to where you do it and something will happen so is well, the hold, sorry I, she's using the crystals but now. is it the crystals that are powerful or is it the intent in her head making them powerful i think she, it's the intent yeah, yeah like so so the crystals the using the crystals the people like you're saying like Allah, i don't Jesus, think the they people, pray to them yeah they're either. not praying i just the think they have them because they're pretty jesus you know what i'm saying no no no, no I, I i don't think you guys get what i'm I trying do, to say what do, i'm trying absolutely. to say is like so what is truth because in your in this case, you truly believe that these crystals have spiritual power, right? So, and and I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Take someone who doesn't and prays with those same exact crystals. Which holds the power, the crystals or the belief? Because if those crystals were really what you say they are, it doesn't matter if the guy or not. It's like mushrooms, for instance. If mush mushrooms, no matter who takes them, that you are going to get a similar effect. So is it the crystals that are powerful, or is it your mind that's powerful? I think it's both. Okay. Because I, I, there was no right answer no, to this. I was asking. No, there is answer, but like I said, like it's all about intention, and I truly believe. Also, people don't realize, like, there are Christians out there that, like, do tarot yeah. and shit. Like, they do tarot readings. You c this These are all tools for us to connect yeah. to this high vibrational space. And if you believe everything is energy, then crystals are energy. Yeah, crystals come from the earth. They the are crystals, created yeah. somewhere. Yeah. No, so I, I mean, agree with you. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's the intention. That was a good question. And it, it was a really good question. It's the intention of what you do behind it. But say, like, somebody does practice um, Muslim and somebody is Muslim, I'm sorry, and they work with crystals, that just amplifies what they already believe. It doesn't mean that they can't do that. You just hit on something. That was like like it, the, the light bulb is, oh, what did I just lost it? Find it. Oh, what did, what did you it. say what you just said? All of this is all of that, really. Like the, all this is all of that. So <sighs> if you're, if you practice Islam or you're Muslim and you say you work with crystals it, it doesn't matter. It could just amplify that energy because everything carries a vibration. So it doesn't mean that them See, using the crystals is wrong. You're hitting on something. Our, yeah, we're putting our Everything connects. Yes. Like you were saying yeah. in the all beginning, everything connects. That. That's why someone who wants to start out in the spiritual journey, the spiritual path, and I'm kind of trying to tie this all together, You, it does not matter what you, yeah. if you want to go be a Muslim, if you want to go be a Christian, if you want to go seek out tarot cards, nothing, like to me, nothing is like right. There is no right. Energy. Exactly. You energy, These are tools. Like you said, yes. they are tools. And her tools are going to look different than my tools are going to look different than his tools. So she could use tarot cards. Like, for instance, do you do you like do you believe in tarot cards? Um, Sometimes. Genuinely, I really feel like the cards don't lie. OK, so uh, so I don't believe in tarot cards whatsoever. That's okay, just that's my fine. belief. That's a typical exactly. Christian belief. Like, I remember, like, <laughs> bringing them out for my sister and she was like, oh, oh yeah. my God, the death card. What the fuck is that? And I'm like, no, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> no, because you're right. Christians have a really, really. Yeah. And this is something I believed when I was practicing Christianity. Again, I, I believe in the Christian, in, in Jesus. That's mm -hmm. it. I, and I think, again, I think 
what she and for everyone listening, what she believes in is directly tied to what I believe in. And what I believe in is directly tied to what Vinny believes in. There is no right God out there. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest misconception. And you want to tie this back to our old podcast yeah. episode. They oh, all, I actually they hit all it. Um, come back together. Exactly. To the same- and I think, the same belief. And I think what the matters belief. the most is what you were saying is the intent behind it. Yeah. So, and, and this is the reason I asked the crystal question is because if there were crystals in this room right now, they could be affecting her very, very strongly and then not mean absolute shit to me because that's a tool that she utilizes. Well, they're also mine. Well, exactly. Well, maybe if like, say like if you were ever interested in it, like you would just maybe you would start with one and just be like hey, I do like, believe I believe I'm in gonna I'm gonna journal about this I'm gonna see what it does if I meditate with it I'm gonna see how it changes yeah no no no, no. so I am interested life. about your moldavite like tell me how is it has it changed your life at all or what's yeah I know okay like tell me about it and I've never even really like meditated with this and like set my intentions with it yet and I I still want to do that but ever since be I started careful. wearing this no I'm but I don't I don't I've never saw it as bad, and I think that's important that, like, I just don't have the mindset that, that it could do anything bad to me. I really don't feel like that. Like, I just, I thought it was really beautiful. I was like, I went out. I'm going to spend money on this because I want this. It was important to me. Went out, and I got it, and ever since I've been wearing it, I've been so creative and just so, like, in my sauce. Like, mm. I love teaching, like, yoga, and, like, I literally, like, ever since I started wearing it, I taught a 40-person class for yoga that was at, freaking at my dope, BW, dude. at BW, which that is where classroom? I go to school. It was huge. That it was, was for, so it cool. It was for a sorority, and they reached out to me, and they were like, hey, will you do this for us? And I was like, fuck yes. That yeah. was my first time ever teaching a class. It went so well. I had people that, like, achieved, like, yogic sleep, and, like, there, were, yeah, there were things I had to overcome. Like, I had some gigglers in the background. I put them in happy baby, which is literally, like, it looks like a sex position if you've ever been in it, and I could see why people were, like, giggling and laughing and not being able to take it seriously, and it was once everything kind of calmed down, everybody was like, wow, like, I love this so much. Like, thank you so much. And I, I just felt so much gratitude for that. And even this is an opportunity to me. I saw this as an opportunity. I was like, wow, like, these people are like-minded. They're like me. Let me let me have a conversation. Like, I didn't care about fucking doing this. Like, we could have had this conversation without microphones. Oh, that's and the I thing. would have been totally yeah, cool absolutely. with And it. we were before. I was well, like, okay, yeah, that's the thing. We, we just yeah. kind of clicked recording, kept doing what we were doing. This And, and that's what makes our channel so I don't want to say precious, but we're not sitting on here authentic. with a script. I'm yeah, not. I'm authentic. not interviewing her. Like guys, I met her literally an hour and a half before we yeah. hopped on. Yeah. Like real. we did a yoga session, um, which we actually haven't even got to talk Ooh, about. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we did a yoga session before, which was awesome. But this is the first time we've ever. So it's 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 just a natural conversation. So like these things that we talk, nothing scripted, nothing. We don't know what we're gonna talk yeah. about. Yeah, so I we had a plan of what we wanted Matt. to, but yeah, <laughs> I literally DM Matt. I was like hey do you have a title for this episode that like you <laughs> want me to stick to and like talk about and he was like no like yeah, I, I can ask you a few questions and like you named off some but you didn't you haven't even asked anything. I, ha- I think I, I asked you one so yeah. far <laughs> and I literally was like I just I feel like the conversation will flow anyways and I was just like it's up to you I mean it's your space this is your space your energy your podcast I was like I'm just gonna respect what y'all do and it's felt so natural I've really yeah. enjoyed I've well enjoyed that's it. same with like the yoga thing and like I What's so cool about people like us is that, like, it, it's just so, in, so like, the cool energy is so, in, like, us. like and <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say that in the way that, like, people no, that know, are, are, are lesser, but, like, 
more spiritually tuned people tend to just it's just natural everything just falls into place and that's how life like i believe a concept i believe in is that you can achieve heaven on earth heaven is a thing that is achievable on earth it's this natural bliss where where not no matter what's happening you're just in a state of bliss and it's a very hard thing to achieve this isn't something i think i think it takes lifetimes very very it's hard it's very hard to achieve but it's a beautiful ideology yeah it's something that and i I think we get glimpses of it. So this conversation is a glimpse of what heaven looks like. Because I know you felt and you felt that tingly energy, and you feel it right now. Is you, you guys? Too? Yeah, Do I all of you. Yeah, bro. I literally yeah. feel like yeah. my heart chakra right is here. like. Yes, dude, yeah, like, you like just feel tingly because that because we are on a certain vibrational wavelength and we're vibrating so high that we are connecting closer to God. It's weird. It, it's weird shit. Do you guys know anything about chanting? No, yes. but I've heard of it. Yes. Oh my God! So. We om and yoga. Okay. It depends what kind of yoga, but that's no, the thing. It's real no, I, I'm not. I'm not laughing. I do that when so I meditate, bro. there are I know you actually do. there's four syllables in om. It's like ah, uh, mm-hmm. um, yep. silence, and then you would probably do it three times. But if you do it and you kind of play around with chanting, I'd be doing it in my car sometimes if I feel like really anxious. What it, it does is it, it spirals yes. all the energy in your body, and you could feel it like once you finally like mm, it gets to the top of your head. And it just like releases. You guys should try it. Like chanting is really. I do like, chant when I meditate, bro. But the first time I chanted, I was in a yoga class, and this bitch started oming, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you doing?" I literally was sitting there like, <laughs> like, try, like I was trying so hard not to laugh. I couldn't do it you, because I didn't know yeah, what it was. Yeah. Because you were on not, the same wavelength. Yes, exactly. Ties right back into that. And then when I finally went into YTT, which is yoga teacher training, I was like, "Oh my god, I love this." Yeah. And like I, I told y'all, I cleanse my I cleanse my house today because I, I live with five other people, a lot of different energy tracks in our house. And I was not fucking with the energy that was in our house. So I was like, all right, I'm going to cleanse our space. And I'm going around this house and I'm straight up like saying stuff like, all right, gossip, negativity, leaves <laughs> this space that exits throughout this window. And I'm like, I welcome love, light and positivity and just the vibrational change that happens when you when you live a ritualistic life like that like saging oming i omed before i did it and i genuinely felt like my energy was just in a good place like what i did this morning i did a sacral chakra meditation if you guys don't know who landro is i think that's how you say his name he's awesome he's a um black spiritual artist and he makes music and it's just like meditations and just like dope ass music and it's like a good thing to meditate to it's kind of like rap meditation in a way Mm. it's really dope and there's i did a sacral chakra meditation from him and i did sun salutations which we did a little bit of in our yoga practice that we practice all together and then like i journaled and then i three alms and then I went straight into saging. And I don't do that every day, but it was like a ritualistic thing for me that I'm like, this is energetic clearing. And I knew that I was doing this today. So I saw it as a ritual and like a way to cleanse my space. Like I cleaned our entire house mm. and like just like welcoming that energy and like you want things to be so intentional. Like that's why like I cleaned and yeah. did what I did because it, it really helped, at least for me, cleaning and and it's like energetic clearing like cleaning is energetic clearing the space is so different and i feel so different in that space like I, an, an affirmation i have for myself is i deserve a clean space to work and play in to work play and live in 